Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Agents of Mace. I think we can officially call this season two of Agents of Mace, I think. Um, We have completed the first year of extracurricular Marvel content, (laughs) um, along with mainstream Marvel content. So I think... uh, I think we'll go ahead and bump this to season two. I always season see that two. little season that little season marker that I can fill in uh, when I'm posting these, and I never do because I'm like, ah, oh, we don't really have seasons. But now I'm like, no, we have seasons. This is season yeah. two. So it's like I'm wondering if uh, Marvel will do that with the current series, you know, because mm-hmm. it's like they're phasing out the movies. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if they're going to do anything like that with the series. I would assume. Um, and I actually have a note on that before we dive, excuse me, too far into what we're going to talk about today. Um, I think that when the series began, they seemed a lot like fun little side things to tow us along between movies. Mm-hmm. But I think after Spider-Man coming out, and him being in the same place and time as Hawkeye, and there not being any sort of even attempt at a crossover there, I think that maybe Marvel realized that they made a mistake with these series and how how much money they put into them and how good they are, but then not mentioning them at all in the mm. films, even though they mention the films in the series. Um, so I'm, I'm starting to think that the reason that we have so little info going forward on all the new series is because I think that they're starting to try to tie more of those into the movies. Yeah. So they're going to start straying away from them just being fun little filler things between movies and more like, oh, these are going to have like things that directly affect the movies. Maybe not in a way where you like have to watch them, 
but at least in a way that if you do watch them, maybe you can point it out when you go see the movie. You're like, oh, there's whatever, the vase that they broke in season two of Loki. I don't know. I was thinking about that earlier. <laughs> I was talking to someone at work and they were like, what do you know about the new series? And I was like, I know zero about the new series because they won't <laughs> tell us anything about the new series. Yeah. They're being just as secretive with them as they are with the movies now, which I feel like is because some big stuff maybe is coming down the pipeline with these series that wasn't originally. Yeah. <clears throat> and I mean, we do know that you can get early access. I mean, th they treat this as like blockbuster movies. Like mm -hmm. they will release a few episodes early for, you know, critiquing and reviews. Um, so yeah, they're going to have to keep a lot of stuff tight to the chest mm -hmm. before they, you know, give official dates of when you can start talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. We could certainly seems... be critical for them. <laughs> just by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, not to rein us back in uh, to, to what we're going to talk about today. There are a collection, if you will, of what they call one shots which are just like these little Marvel stories that take place somewhere within the main storylines. And I did not know that these were, well, not all of them, but most of these were released in the like DVD versions of mm. the movies. I, I don't think that I had ever seen these before until the first one that I saw was the uh, All Hail the King one, which hmm. came out at the end of uh, Thor The Dark World is the DVD that it was put in. Um, but it leads to basically Shang-Chi. Mm -hmm. um, so getting to watch these was a lot of fun. I thought this is almost what I was expecting more from the the Disney Marvel series, like just like fun little in-between stories, mm -hmm. which I mean, I guess is what we're getting. But to my earlier point, I think they're trying to make these bigger now, but I don't know. I think my, my first thoughts on the overall experience of watching them all was it was fun. Did it, did it really mean anything? No. I mean, we get introduced to a few characters and one of them specifically like directly ties the Edward Norton Hulk movie to Iron Man, which mm -hmm. I thought was interesting. But I don't know. Other than that, I don't think you have to watch them if you like are just a sometimes fan. But I think if you're like a big fan of Marvel, it's worth a watch. I think they're fun. And they're only like... I think the longest one is like seven minutes, maybe. Mm -hmm. 11. 11? Oh, okay. There's one that was 11 minutes, but the majority of them are like three to four minutes. Yeah. They're all, they're all, they're really short, short, pretty quick. Which I think it was the longest one. I'm afraid to say I was completely lost on. <laughs> I was like, who are these people? And we'll get to it. Like, I'll, I'll reveal <laughs> it once we get to it. But uh, I was like, trying, scratch my head, trying to remember where did we see these people before? Because I just could not, for some reason, 
and I and I haven't even looked up to, to like their context of, of what it's connected to. But anyway, we'll get to that soon. How about you, Elisa? Or your your first thoughts? Um, several of the earlier ones made me really nostalgic for those first few days of of Marvel, the ones with uh, Coulson and the Avengers tie-ins and all that sort of stuff. Um, and so I, I really, overall, I enjoyed them uh, a lot. Uh, even though sometimes it had been so long since I had seen the film that it's connected to that I was totally blanking on what I was supposed to be knowing at this point. <laughs> um, but, you know, there are, a few of them are extremely well done and really mm-hmm. fun to watch. And so I'm looking forward to discussing those the most, of course. But some of them just made me be like, gosh, I've really got to go back and rewatch some of that early stuff. Because it was great. And it's yeah. just it's just been a minute. <laughs> I really want to go back and watch... Uh... The first Captain America now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's one in particular, the camera angle and how they did it. I'm sure we're going to geek out over this one. I'm sure Drew and Arnie knows exactly which one I'm talking about. But uh, also, I didn't know if there was any particular order. I basically, what I did was I opened Disney Plus. I just did a search for it. And then whatever row it was on, I just kind of watched it in that order. So um, I don't think you need to watch them in any particular order per se but there's not super in order um if you do want to watch them in order if you go on disney plus and then you go to the marvel page and you scroll down there will be Mm -hmm. a one shot a marvel Mm -hmm. one shots like list Mm -hmm. and that is in air quote chronological order okay Um, that's what i did yeah, yeah then then yeah you watch them in order um but again, it doesn't. It's not like one leads to the other. None of them have anything to do with the other ones, except for the last three. <laughs> yeah, I said the last three. You do need to watch those in a particular order. Uh, but I think I'm pretty sure those those came out behind some movies that you'd be like, "What?" <laughs> um, the last one made sense. It came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Team Daryl came out. <laughs> in Thor Ragnarok. But Team Thor 1 came out in Captain America Civil War and Team Thor 2 came out in Doctor Strange. So it's like, whoa, those don't seem to fit in those other two movies. I feel like all three would have come out in Ragnarok, but there's one thing I would really like. We can talk about, I don't know, do we want to talk about it now or at the end? Let's go for it. Yeah. Um Man, I'm blanking. I don't, I, don't, I just want to have like a solo day and catch up, or like rewatch some old stuff. Who was the guy in Deadpool two that just like ran? What was his name? The guy that just showed up just to show up. Brad Pitt. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's Deadpool one. <laughs> or was it Deadpool two? Yeah, it's when he's building out his team. I remember. I, I almost was want- the invisible one. Bill Skarsgård was mm-hmm. another one. Uh, but there was one guy I don't think he had any powers he just wanted friends oh oh okay yes I know who you're talking about I want yes. little one one shots with him <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be great especially if they would throw it at the end of uh, like the end of the next Deadpool movie like if they if they want to like start a little <clears throat> mini gag series on that I think that'd be great oh it was Peter. Peter. 
Yeah, it's Rob Delaney. Uh, his name was Peter. Like, I don't think he had it. He just, I think he just saw the ad and wanted to make friends. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I, I'm so ready for another Deadpool movie. Yeah. Mainly because I want to see what they do, but. My favorite part of Deadpool 2 might just be that scene whenever they've got the whole crew in the airplane. And yeah. not only is that entire sequence just hysterical, but looking at <laughs> Bill Skarsgård trying desperately not to laugh that entire scene <laughs> is a thing Man, of beauty. <laughs> I yeah, I think I, maybe I'm going to do that for my birthday is just uh, take the day and rewatch Deadpool and Deadpool 2. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Sounds like a good day. Good well, to... Uh, to jump into these uh, quick little one-offs, um, the first one is titled The Consultant. Uh, it was premiered, I guess, uh, in the Thor, the first Thor movie. Um, all of these premiered in the DVD extra features for these movies. I don't know if they're included in like every version of this these movies or if they're only in like bonus editions. I just have a list of like the movies... In the title that came with the movie so um but the first one's the consultant uh it is set after the events of iron man 2 and the incredible hulk um so this one's the one that we get that like ties those two together and like brings edward norton's hulk into the mcu which i know was something that you know was that's how it was supposed to go <laughs> And uh, along the lines, that changed, and uh, we got Mark Ruffalo. But it was interesting seeing that, like, oh, yeah, I forgot that that Hulk was supposed to be the oh. Marvel Hulk. <laughs> I, I'm glad that it changed. I think that gross, veiny Hulk didn't really fit the vibe of the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Um so I am glad that we got more of like a smooth, almost cartoony Hulk. Um, but basically just take the two versions, blend them together. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but, but it is interesting because um, we basically see, we see Phil Coulson mm-hmm. and, he is discussing with Jasper Sitwell, who, of course, we all know is really a bad guy, but we don't know that yet. Um, they are discussing uh, dealing with the consultant, and we don't know who the consultant is. And then we see uh, General Ross sitting at a bar, and he's like drowning his sorrows. <laughs> And uh, they, like, cut to a shot of whatever Coulson and Sitwell are watching. They're, like, watching video feed, which is really funny that every time they watch video feed, it's always just a clip from the movie. It's never, like, it never looks like a camera was set anywhere. (laughs) Um, But it is abomination, like, running through the street. And, I mean, as we all know now, abomination is indeed canon in the mcu um having fought with wong and i assume is best friends with wong uh, so we, <laughs> we need to know i mean look at the time span abomination's just been chilling out somewhere 
Yeah, yeah. For a long time. Why aren't these wong, why aren't these all wong <coughs> one offs? Yeah. <laughs> They're just telling us what he's been up to. Makes you think like uh why can't an abomination just pop in and help the Avengers out from time to time? We may never know, or maybe we'll find out soon. I mean yeah. <laughs> But we forget that before Wong was interacting with all these disparate characters across the MCU, it was Coulson who did that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. True. Yeah. True. And these uh, these first two reminded me of how much I love and adore Agent Coulson. Mm-hmm. Uh his little speech about uh, being the Patsy in this one was mm-hmm. great. And uh the actor Clark Gregg killed it. Uh, but I was also thinking, I guess I didn't love Coulson enough to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> what? Which I'll, well, I'll pick up no. on, at the insistence of the podcast, but I just have mostly haven't heard encouraging things. Ooh, yeah, well, I, okay, the first couple seasons are really good. It's when they start, like, meeting with the Inhumans, and there's mm. lots of superpowers and lots of time travel and it it gets they go to space oh it gets bad it gets <laughs> real bad but uh, the the early ones are really good um basically all the way up until civil war mm. is that when they were like stop following our movies so closely weirdo um yeah pretty much <laughs> Oh no, not Civil like, War. Uh, Winter Soldier. Winter that's Soldier, when, yeah. yeah, that's when Agents of Shield was peak, and then the season after that is when it started to like okay. Mm. <laughs> well, um, but it's funny that you say that because actually the third one of these is what uh, greenlit Agents of Shield. Um, I was gonna ask about it. Yeah. So hmm. the the second one. Oh well, I guess the end of the consultant is we learn that the consultant is Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see him walk up to General Ross. They have a couple words. Then we go back to Coulson and sit well, and Coulson's like, yeah, the consultant took care of it. Stark bought the bar, and he's demolishing <laughs> it. And I was like, oh, what? It's like, sounds like something Bruce Wayne would do. <laughs> but real quick before we move on, this this first one is what had my favorite scene, because they're basically just having this discussion over pancakes at a diner. Yeah, <laughs> but just the simple shot of like having their reflection like in the the window, mm. and just them sitting there and having their conversation. I mean, I don't know if either of you have seen Euphoria, but there's like an episode that's very similar, in where it's just two people at a having pancakes, you know, having this conversation. So it's like, yeah, I really appreciated it, and I just really like what they did there. Like for three minutes, it kept me well entertained and glued to the. It screen. is funny because this one to me felt the longest but i think it was one of the shortest yeah it's one of the shortest <laughs> yep <laughs> it just felt like there was a lot going on in it um yeah well the second one is called a funny thing happened on the way to thor's hammer it was released with captain america the first avenger and essentially it's colson driving out to thor's hammer he has to stop and get gas the gas station gets robbed he stops the robbers and then he gets his gas and he leaves. <laughs> That's the short. That's it. It's it's <laughs> That's pretty funny. I uh, I was expecting only because this was prior to me learning that these came out with the movies, so I thought that these were all newer. Um, I was like, man, did they de-age him? Like, he looks so young. And then 
yeah, now I'm like, oh, because you it it yeah. was like early it's, Phil Coulson mm-hmm. days. Um, <laughs> but he also, you can tell that this is pre Agents of Shield because he doesn't have any special tech. He just has a pistol, and he slides that on the ground. And I kept expecting like he's gonna slide the pistol, and it's gonna like it's gonna be a flash grenade, or like it's gonna morph into something or like it'll do something and no it was just a normal pistol and then he superman punched one guy and hit another guy in the face with a bag of flour and i was like oh it's just just regular old agent colson with nothing (laughs) like okay uh no no robot arm or anything like that though yeah yeah don't need that yeah yeah no i mean he was great (laughs) yeah (laughs) The title made me think that we were going to get to see Thor in this, and so I was sad when we didn't. <laughs> yeah. But the first one did not indicate to me that Tony was going to be in it, and then he popped up, and I was very excited. And again, it was another very nostalgic moment where I remember every like spotting of Tony Stark after I saw Iron Man. I was like, <gasps> <laughs> like I would not have gone to see the whole movie if he wouldn't if he hadn't had that cameo at the end. Right. So we, you know, I feel like the first one gave us a little bit of backstory mm-hmm. and this one just gave us like a little something funny yeah um but you could see that they were trying to build this like series of shorts of the agents of shield doing stuff which brings us to number three uh item 47 it came out with marvel's the avengers movie um and it basically is some people that have found and repaired a Chitari like cannon and are robbing banks with it. And Shield is put in charge of stopping them. And by Shield I mean Agent Sitwell. Um now he goes and basically finds these two robbers, stops them, and then is supposed to take them out but instead just hires them (laughs) to work for shield because the guy fixed the chitari weapon and so they want to be able to alter the chitari weapons to work for them or technology i guess um these two characters that we see the two bank robbers uh do come back in agents of shield Mm. This... That's why I was so lost then. Mm-hmm. This is the one I was just like, who are these people? Like, I've spent the whole time scrambling, like, have I seen them? Where did I see them? Like, I need to go rewatch everything right now. I thought yeah. it might have connected to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because I hadn't seen it, and so I didn't know who was and was not in it. And I was like, why would they hire these two well-known actors mm-hmm. for a little, a little short like this if it wasn't meant to carry into this new series? We've got... Mm-hmm early naughty's hottie jesse bradford who was in classic girl films bring it on and swim fan and also lizzie kaplan who is in another classic girl film mean girls yeah yeah Mm -hmm. uh so bob Iger, uh ceo of disney if anyone's wondering uh he greenlit a television series based on shield uh after watching item 47 so he watched this and then was like yeah we definitely need a TV show about this. Hmm. That TV show was Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, so it was kind of a way for 
them to continue Coulson's story because Coulson was quickly becoming like a fan favorite, even though they killed him in that movie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But then it also gave them a chance to explore a little bit more about how Hydra had infiltrated S.H.I.E.L.D. and that whole storyline which was happening. I think once that storyline happened in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I don't know 100% what happened to cause this, but it does seem like they split and the show maybe either was happening too fast for the movies to keep up. So they had to kind of like make their own storylines, but like they immediately strayed away from the storylines of the movies and I think maybe it was partly because, like, they introduced the Inhumans and then shortly after that the Inhumans show came out. So I, I think that they were trying to, like, plug other Marvel shows that just also didn't really work at the time. Um, but now with all these series on Disney+, Plus, it's like, man, like, if Disney+, Plus would bring back an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show mm-hmm. and, like... Or Agents of Sword. Like, you you know what I mean? Like, you could update it to keep it current with what's going on. I think right. that it would it would do pretty well. And maybe that's what Secret Wars is going to try to do. I don't know. I guess they could do, like, Community did. And that year that Dan Harmon wasn't there, they just said it was a gas leak year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, after item 47, we get one uh, titled Agent Carter. It first came out at the uh, in the DVD of Iron Man three. It's basically a short again, leading to the show Agent Carter. Um, it's we see Agent Carter become the head of Shield, and this kind of spurred this interest in like, ooh, how did she become the head of Shield? What did she do as an agent? So then we got the Agent Carter show. Um, it's pretty cool. There is like a rather violent choking scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it caught me off guard a little bit. I was like, <laughs> oh, God, this is intense. Um, but I don't know. I thought it was good. It's fascinating. Uh, so assuming that this was like the Zodiac or is this like another Zodiac? It has you to predate like... actual Zodiac because actual Zodiac was like uh, 60s, 70s, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, and that's also in San Francisco, I believe. Whereas yeah, this, I, I think, is in okay. New York. Okay. Um, I wasn't yeah, familiar, this is. Like, this, that was kind of throwing me off on this one. I was like, that can't be the Zodiac. This has mm-hmm. to be. This is some... like a Marvel bad guy group. <clears throat> gotcha. Hydra adjacent, I think. Um, okay. Yeah, this is another series that I haven't watched. So, but this is the one like we were talking earlier. Like after watching this one, I was like, "Man, I really want to go watch Captain America again." <laughs> this is given given all those feels. Like oh, I want to revisit that. Um, yeah, I think uh, this was one. This was closer to the top of my list for these original ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the last three are obviously my favorite, but more so for the director and his style of comedy I think is great. But uh, I think out of these like original ones, this one was probably second. And the last one was actually probably my top, even though it was the first of all these I watched because I feel like not only did we get movie quality 
like effects and stuff going on but it told like an important part of the story to lead into shang chi mm-hmm. um and so long ago like i think that's what's crazy too because when i watched this i watched it after i watched shang chi so i was like oh this is cool it's a fun little like <laughs> right before shang chi no all Hail the King came out in 2014 mm-hmm. with Thor the Dark World. That is mind-blowing that it came out that long ago. Uh, this It basically follows Trevor, who you know, the actor from uh, <laughs> Iron Man 3, who played the Mandarin, and he got put in jail, and then... Guess who came to bust him out? The Ten Rings. They came to, <laughs> quote, break him out of jail, which basically meant they were going to kill him. Um, but he ends up getting taken alive instead. And that leads directly into Shang-Chi, which they find him trapped at the Ten Rings facility in a dungeon. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh. And so, yeah, it blew my mind that this was so long ago. Um, but it has one of the coolest pieces of, <laughs> I, I don't know, I guess visual effects, I think, out of all of these, where the, the guy who's interviewing him has a camera set up and he pushes a button on the camera and the camera slides open and builds a gun inside the camera. <laughs> and then the camera like hands the gun to the guy. And I was like, what is this? What is this crazy <laughs> camera that builds a gun? It's, what? Oh my gosh. I loved that one. I thought it was great. I love this whole thing. I love Trevor Slattery so much as a character. This, like he stops in the middle of his big prison thing because the guy's like, do the voice, do the voice. And he does the Mandarin voice in the prison cafeteria. And I was like, ugh, I just adore him. I want to put him in a thousand more movies. I really do hope that he, like, tags along as, like, some sort of comedy relief in in Shang-Chi-esque movies here on out. Like, <laughs> I mean, Almost I feel like we need a little, like, random what-if episode where he meets up with Grogu and they go get chalky milk. <gasps> yes! Oh, my gosh. <laughs> chalky milk and nuggies. Oh, and where's great. that Funko figurine? Right, for real. (laughs) And uh, I do love the cameo at the very end of this one, too. I I literally, like, jumped up whenever it happened. I was like, (gasps) (laughs) Because I love me some Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He's just complaining because he keeps getting all the attention. (laughs) I think that this one had the most thought put into it. Um, I think the other ones were clearly trying to get you to... They weren't for us. Mm-hmm. I think the other ones were almost more like proof of concept for future series. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one was like, no, like let's let's do with these what we're doing with the movies where we're going to put something, we're going to tell you all something now and in almost six years, it's going to pay off and you're going to be like, whoa, oh my that gosh. That would be an awesome, <laughs> awesome demo reel to have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I haven't really done anything, but I did all these proof of concepts for Marvel. 
eventually it'll pay off. Maybe it'll be 10 years from now, but it's going to work. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, when they come knocking, you can't say no. Right. Um, well, after these, we get into three more of these uh, little one-offs. These are more comedy for comedy's sake. They don't really have anything to do with the movies or the stories. Um, but they are written by one of the most brilliant comedy writers and directors, Taika Waititi. And they are oh so funny. Uh, we have Team Thor, which came out in Captain America Civil War. We have Team Thor Part 2, which came out with Doctor Strange. And we have Team Daryl, which came out with Thor Ragnarok. Now, before we started, uh, I was talking about these, and I almost feel like all of these should have come out with Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of it's kind of weird to think that these like comedy bits about Thor came out with uh, Civil War and Doctor Strange, but it's okay. Yeah, uh, especially I'm glad since that... they were like clearly filmed at the same time, while they were just like on a break filming right. Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> right. I could just these... like almost picture it's like. They're going over, and it's like, oh man, we goofed on the budget, so we we got like three million dollars to blow. Like, what are we gonna do? Let me make these three little mini episodes. Like, and who is Daryl? Like, was Daryl just like a PA on set that they were like, hey, go, we're gonna go film this in your apartment while while we're in between takes or something? Because they they do seem very like, I mean, they're great. They're not. It's not like mm-hmm. crappy quality or anything, but it does seem like they were in makeup and costume there's no way that they put all of that costuming (laughs) and makeup on to film this it absolutely was like on a day of normal shooting on like a lunch break he was (laughs) like hey do you guys want to film something funny i have this idea and they were like yeah sure and they went and they shot this like i wonder if daryl's like a writer or someone like and they just said hey we need to like spin something up does anyone want to volunteer and get some acting experience (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it reminds me like uh i've been re-watching boy meets world Uh so watched the episode recently uh where eric was doing shakespeare like at school and you know it's like the weird like goes into like the whole like abc universe so he's like that but it just reminds me of like hey banana boy <laughs> want to be a star <laughs> i uh oh god i what hmm. uh, i was i looked up daryl daryl is played by someone named daly pearson who is in fact a writer and producer and i'm trying to look at some of his credits <laughs> to see if there's anything it's like thor ragnarok (laughs) wouldn't Um, surprise me i think what got me the most with these three is uh they are shot as if they are a series of um like like a documentary series almost it's like day in the Um, life (laughs) yeah and uh if you watch before each one of them starts you see the uh the fancy uh new zealand film commission logo which i'm i'm still not 100 percent sure i was trying to look it up and like i don't i don't know um but i I think that it's it has to be something to do with taika waititi because a lot of his like mockumentary type films start with it um 
So I, maybe it's just a production company that works with him a lot. Hmm. But I thought that that was funny that uh, that, that popped up because I was like, my first thought was, oh, that's the start of what we do in the shadows, the Taika Waititi movie. Hmm. It starts with the New Zealand Film Commission like logo. And so seeing that here too, I was like, oh, I mean, you know, these are going to be great. They're just going to be <laughs> nonsense, but they're going to be really funny. Um, so the first two obviously follow Thor, who is moving in with his new roommate, Daryl. Um, I think that it's funny to to even like the the thought there, right? Like someone was like, oh yeah, the God of Thunder is looking for a roommate. <laughs> like, wait, couldn't he just live anywhere he wanted to? I don't, I don't understand why he needed a roommate. Like, uh, is the yeah? It's like, wouldn't he go just hang out at the Avengers? Yeah, yeah, like Stark Tower or something. I don't know. Um, I guess the first one is supposed to take place during uh, the events of Civil War. Um, or I guess the first two, excuse me, take place during the events of Civil War. So it is interesting to think like <laughs> while Civil War is happening, <coughs> Thor is living with Daryl in like a <laughs> little apartment. <laughs> uh, the third one, Team Daryl, actually Daryl gets fed up living with Thor and Daryl moves to Los Angeles where he then needs a new roommate. And who does he get? The Grandmaster. Why is the Grandmaster here? We don't really know. He's just, he made his way to Earth and he's decided he wants to take over Earth. So he forces Daryl to help him make a YouTube video uh, where he explains to the people of Earth that he is now in charge. It gets two views, which are just he and Daryl watching the video twice. Uh, they try to write a song and he melts a guy. He somehow still has the melty stick. Uh, <laughs> it was ridiculous, but in the best way possible, I think. Um, so yeah, these these are definitely my favorite of all of them. But they don't have anything to do with any of the movies. No. They're just fun little things. Absolutely not canon. At all. No. Cannot be canon. <laughs> nope. And if it is, it better come back in a big way. Parts right. of it will like remain canon in my heart. Like the Thor dresses like garbage when he's on Earth. I will always believe that. He's going to wear no shoes, a weird shawl thing, and swim trunks in public. And also the, the Grandmaster just kind of fits in in Los Angeles. Yeah. Because <laughs> Daryl's just like, right. I just thought he was kind of an L.A. guy. <laughs> <laughs> I liked when uh, Thor was given his room tour. Like, here's my armor. Here's where my hammer sleeps. Yeah. I like all of his like, little diagrams he made of himself yeah. and all the adventures and his <laughs> mysteries that he's trying to chart. Oh, and then like how did we get any explanation of like why he was doing the show and tell with the kids? No, I think it's supposed to be it's like, just... yeah, he's just he's out doing like hero stuff <laughs> or what he deems as hero stuff. That might've been just Chris Hemsworth is supposed to be visiting a classroom and they're like, okay, we'll just 
Get him in his Thor stuff and let him go. Yeah. Well, so here's my my last my last note that I have on these is more for any Marvel executives that are listening. These are three to eight minute shorts and they have post credit scenes. <laughs> Why don't we have post credit scenes in these Disney shows? Yep. Just give me post credit scene, even if it's just a look look forward to this next week. I want something. I want something to to look for after the credits. I'm tired of scrolling to the end of the credits and there's nothing there. But I know the one time I don't, they'll. they'll be, I'll talk to you guys. They'll be like, "Did you see the in credit scene?" I'll be like, five no. in credit scenes we just got. Oh my goodness! It's because they don't do it because the fans are so tenacious. They'll figure out the entire plot of the next episode because they will pick it apart frame by frame if they show them anything. Yeah. Fans. So they got to they got to be KG. We just don't ruin it for the rest of us. Keep it to yourself. Mm. Oh, they can't do that. Twitter exists. <laughs> no, Instagram you exists. You can't trust film Twitter. No. <laughs> film Twitter. Um, well, I guess, uh, I don't know. Do we want to rate these or just have last thoughts on them? I mean, so they're, they're just last they're, thoughts. Yeah. They're really short, yeah. I think my last thoughts are go watch them i think they're fun there are the really there's the one that's like oh you should watch it and then go watch shang chi and you're like whoa but uh the rest yeah the rest of them are just fun you can kind of see where agents of shield started Mm -hmm. and was slowly being proofed out in concept and If there's more, please release them. <laughs> yeah, like I'm real. curious. Like there's got to be, there's got to be a hard drive somewhere <laughs> where they've got more of these. Um, the last three, though, like it just like creatively, like of what they could do with those. Like just imagine, because you know, think of characters we haven't really seen spend any kind of time together. Imagine if like mm. you get a short like that where it's Thor and Peter Parker, and Right. Peter's trying to film everything and they just they just bicker the whole time on like how a shot should be done or like you know get this angle or do this or edit it this way um or if Thor tried to go room room with Peter in New York. I want to see like Hulk but like smart Hulk just trying to live his life yeah just normal just normal <laughs> or like Hulk try to order at a drive through <laughs> Hulk trying to drive a car. It would be great. Or that. Or even like uh if you get um Peter, Ned, and MJ just go like toe to toe with Thor and just kind of like see so you can one up each other. Yeah. Just sarcastic <laughs> you know, just because they both will just go in their sarcastic modes, like that would be hilarious. There's no end to the combinations. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I guess the next thing we have to look forward to is Moon Knight. Um, but that's next month. Um, it is interesting if you look at the list of upcoming Disney Plus series. Miss Marvel is scheduled before Moon Knight. But the schedule for Miss Marvel says summer 2022. Hmm. And Moon Knight says March 30th. 
So I think those need to be. So what <laughs> What are we going to get between it? Because Boba Fett just wrapped up. And so they revealed today. So we got a new poster for Obi-Wan. And Obi-Wan is like the very end of May. Mm-hmm. So, you know, most were expecting this would be like right around May the 4th, but it's not. So what are, what are we going to get next? I I don't know, because I think if you look at the list, it makes it seem like Miss Marvel is next. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the promotional material, <laughs> it looks like She-Hulk is next. I think that they will probably do Moon Knight, then She-Hulk, then Doctor so, Strange, then Miss Marvel, because we've mm-hmm. seen in the yeah. at the end credits trailer for Doctor mm-hmm. Strange, Miss Marvel is running around with them, so mm-hmm. it only makes sense that maybe they would introduce her in that movie and then have her series, as opposed to intro- like having her yeah. series and then putting her in the movie, I, it's, but I don't know. It's just weird, like, we're basically getting two months of no new content. Yeah. Well, except for these one-offs, which I feel like yeah. haven't been on Disney Plus that long. <laughs> hmm. They're starting to bring in some other, like, random Marvel-ish stuff. Like, I watched this video today about all the stuff that's coming to Disney Plus this month. I was like, woo. And uh, one of them was another one of their little uh, Avengers cartoon movies. And I was like, why didn't you already have that? You have so many Avengers cartoons on here. And it's one that is like, I think it's like currently on Netflix and they just got the rights to it back and it's moving over to Disney plus in a couple of weeks. Hmm. So they're, they're working on it. (laughs) Bringing in everything they've ever done. Yeah. I was just thinking like how many, yeah. How many, um, Marvel series at FX get, wasn't there one or two? Um, fact check that, but um, the, yeah. I, the only thing about those is I don't know if those are a little too like dark or like edgy to go on Disney Plus. I Legion and Hell something, right? I knew there was Legion, but I thought there was maybe one other. One there Hell Hellstrom Hellstorm Hellstrom. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's a Marvel series. Yes. Uh, I think that those... But see, that's the thing. is like I can never really tell with Disney Plus what they're going to allow and what they're going to not allow. So mm-hmm. they could very well put that stuff on there and just maybe not announce it. But just put them on. It's either that or it'll go to like maybe like UK only. Disney Plus Adult. (laughs) Well, it's not even called Disney Plus in UK. Isn't it like all called like Star? It's basically everything wrapped into one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But who knows? We'll we'll get more dates soon. Although, wait, does Disney doesn't Disney Plus have New Mutants? I I think maybe. Uh, well, HBO had it for a while. Yeah, I knew HBO did. I I thought I thought I saw it on Disney Plus because when I saw it, I was like, "Whoa, okay," because that is not a that is not a kid friendly movie. <laughs> 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 or, 
get there eventually. It will be in our. It's on the list for uh, the X Men movies. <laughs> so it looks like we're getting Marvel superhero adventures Frostbite, which I'm guessing is like an animated one. Mm-hmm. The end of this month. Interesting. Well, hopefully they. Maybe they're just keeping it all secret, but then they're going to hit us with <clears throat> series after series. That would be nice. That's what I was, yeah. was hoping for. <laughs> and this may be like the break before the storm, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're not going to do anything right now, but then we're going to get to our normal schedule and it's going to be like, here's a show, <laughs> then a week break. Here's another show, <laughs> a week break. We can only hope. <clears throat> yeah. Well... Stick with us. Let us know what you thought of the uh, the Marvel one-offs. And uh, if you know of any more that we haven't talked about, <laughs> let us know where they are so we can watch them and talk about them. Because uh, it's still weird to me that I didn't know these existed until very recently. So, <laughs> And then and not, not only that, but they're old. They're almost as old as the MCU. So... <laughs> But join us next week where we'll probably talk about one of the legacy movies since nothing else is going on. (laughs) Yeah, uh, we could go back into legacy movies. We could talk about um, any of the Netflix Marvel shows. We can talk about WandaVision. That's right. Yeah, we never did (laughs) WandaVision. I'd I'd be fine with that probably. Should do, should do a Q and A. We should get if we can, listeners. We need you to ask us questions. Yeah, <laughs> we could. Please. You know, we could definitely do like an hour's worth of Q and A if we can get some fun questions from the listeners. So yeah, if you leave us some questions on our Facebook page, we will pull all those together, and uh, next week maybe we'll we'll do a little Q and A. Um, you don't have to just think of questions for us. If you have just general Marvel questions, yeah, just, yeah. we will figure out the answers for you. We're super researchers. Clackety, clackety, clack. That's my keyboard. But I would be down to talk about Daredevil because I've been rewatching that and um, just seeing how excited Charlie Cox is because it seems like he's very committed to this character. Mm-hmm. And I like seeing that, especially like, you know, this may be like his end game. Like, let's just go all out and like, this will be my legacy. Is I'm, I'm that. He's going to be Daredevil forever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the dream, right? Be a Marvel right. character for the rest of your career. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, uh, who's like, we need, who's going to be the ultimate bridge to get Wolverine and Deadpool on screen together? <laughs> I mean, truly, like, end of the day, like, I think the oh. ultimate bridge there is Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I think their friendship is the the bridge, and they're just waiting for a an executive to say, "Yeah, totally. yeah." I, I'm curious because surely they. I, I'd just love to be a fly on the wall because you know they've talked about this mm-hmm. tons. So what is it coming down to? Surely it's not a money deal. I think surely that it's... it was. I think that it was more that Deadpool was one of the early buys from mm-hmm. Sony and it was probably like it, how does Hugh Jackman do a deal with 
Ryan Reynolds to be in a Deadpool movie if he's Wolverine and Wolverine's not allowed to be used in a Deadpool movie because Deadpool is now technically a Disney property and they don't own mm-hmm. the rights to Wolverine. I'm sure it was some weird rights battle. And now now that yeah, Marvel finally has everything again, maybe they could work out yeah. even if they recast Wolverine in like the main new X-Men series, it would be fun mm-hmm. to have Hugh Jackman come back and as yeah. a cameo in the Deadpool movie. Yeah. What lawyers do can be undid by other lawyers. (laughs) And also, in the immortal words of the Judds, love can build a bridge. And if anybody has love, it's Ron Reynolds (laughs) and Hugh Jackman. (laughs) Oh, I just thought of a what if episode I'd love to get. It's a tough one. Um, Basically, what if there were no creative differences between Donald Glover and FX and we actually get one of the Deadpool series that he wrote. That'd be cool. That would be incredible. I mean, I think that if he works with Marvel, I think Marvel is open to, I mean, look at Hitmonkey and, mm-hmm. and Modoc. Like those are two shows that are probably not going to come to Disney plus, <laughs> but like they're Marvel properties. Yeah. And they're Marvel made, so it's like, yeah. okay, so they're willing to branch out and do do stuff like that. So I could see a Deadpool series that like rivals Harley Quinn, mm-hmm. and is just more of like a comedy adult, yeah, Deadpool cartoon. <clears throat> he released. I don't know if either of you looked at uh, the script that he released. It was out there. It was very <laughs> very crazy. Um, but it's like once you read it it's like well now that I've read it I gotta see it like (laughs) (laughs) well if you're listening Disney let Donald Glover do something he's really talented so and let Taika Waititi do everything else (laughs) yes yes please I want a Taika Waititi Marvel verse (laughs) All right, Elisa I believe you uh, have a one liner for today Oh, yes. In the spirit of us being kind to our Marvel actors in some of our recent sign-offs, one of whom was Andrew Garfield, who just got nominated for an Oscar. Congratulations to Andrew Garfield. Uh, But I was wanting to say happy birthday to Tom Hiddleston. Today is his birthday. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Happy birthday, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I'll put some, like streamers and well i guess this is an audio only podcast so you won't see oh i'm about to i'm about to forge y'all the picture that we have to share because it was what sebastian stan shared on his instagram story for tom hiddleston's birthday it's truly a thing to behold (laughs) please do i am ready for it (laughs) all right well thank you for listening this week and we will see you all next time Bye. bye Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.